0: Well, welcome to our podcast. I'm Captain Jonathan Raymer with the Salvation Army here in Augusta, Georgia, uh, and I just wanted to welcome you to the Augusta Croc Church here at the Salvation Army Croc Center. Uh, you can find us on the on our Facebook page. You can find us uh, on our, our websites as well. But I just wanted to uh, invite you in uh, to our podcast. We've just started a sermon series called "Welcome Home." Uh, and I think you're going to enjoy it. So God bless you, and thank you for joining. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, once again, we just thank you this morning. For well, right now, I pray as we doubt into your word, God, that you will speak this morning. God, Lord, you will have me behind your cross. Let your words be all for you, Father. Place your words in my mouth, Father God. And God, I pray as we go through this, this sermon today, Lord, that you open our hearts, open our minds to receive your message this morning. Lord, we thank you so much for your good and you. mercy and do us. And I pray. Amen. But <laughs> <clears throat> well, we are um, wrapping up our Welcome Home series. It's a bold color of choice. Um, it is a color that for many years um, was worn for and power. It's is a very um, powerful color, you know? Um, Scarlet red is a very powerful color. That she brings those around um, to us this morning. Uh, the rainbow's okay. Uh, they, they it's not here this morning, so I have to continue to pray for them. As they're not here, um, but just pray for them this morning. But they're okay, all right? <laughs> um, they're good. Um, so, this morning, as we wrap up the series of Rahab, um, we are going to discuss uh, Rahab and the scarlet red color. So, when we think of the color, it often represents bravery, uh, passion, uh, heat, and joy, you know? Uh, the scarlet red color. Um, you know, the presidents have a lot of traditions. Um, you know, the president have a lot of traditions when it comes to um, the airplanes and the bands, where When the Marine Corps plays for the president, um, they were uh, scarlet reds, um, scarlet tunics, you know. Um, and it's also the color worn by uh, cardinals, the head leaders from the Woman Catholic Church. But in the, in the Bible, scarlet red also represents something. It represents the blood of Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the bad martyrdom and his sacrifice. Uh, but the color running through your fingers is not also represented by power of It also represents sin. Sin in this, this world. So the, um, in Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18, it says, throw your sins are like call it, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. So it is a color for many because uh, it marked adultery as well. And it was very for by a woman who found themselves caught in prostitution and unmistakable message making marks that cannot easily be removed by visibly seen. But it was a mark that Rahab, we, we know Rahab we know too well. Rahab, we um, she was a woman of prostitution, and um, it, the mark was started it was meant to end her, but it became the very lifeline that gave her way out. And her, how amazing is our God that things that meant to be evil turns out for our good, amen? And things that he would use to trap us in is things that God turns around and changes our lives and delivers us from the sins in this world. Uh, so just a the background here, for 40 years, the people of God have been hanging out with Moses throughout the, through the wilderness. And finally, they see the land that God has promised them and after being freed from Pharaoh's slavery. And so at this point, uh, they had a different leader because Moses has, has gone up, up to the, gone up to heaven, and their leader was Joshua. So Joshua has this big responsibility to continue on a journey and taking these people of um, Israelites to the promised land. Um, so that was a big responsibility, but Joshua uh, continued on. So and not only did he lead it to the promised land, but he also had to reclaim it from the Canaanites. All right? Which was not going to be simple because the Canaanites, they didn't play nice. Uh, there was a nice, nice group of people. So Joshua knew that it was going to be hard um, to do that. So he had made a plan to send two spies into the land, so that they can know who they were facing. And uh, that's where we start our story at here uh, at this point. And if you have your Bibles, let's look. Um, open up to Joshua, uh, chapter two, verses one through 21. Joshua chapter two, verses one through 21. And here's the words of the Lord this morning. Then Joshua, son of Nun, secretly sent two spies from Axia said, go look over the land, he said, especially Jericho. So, that, so they went and entered the house of a prostitute named Rahab. And they stayed there. So the king of Jericho was told, look, some of the Israelites have come here tonight to spy out the land. So the king of Jericho sent his message to Rahab, bring out the man who came to you and enter your house, because they have came to spy out the whole land. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. And she said, yes, the men came, me, came to me, but I did not know where they had come from. At dusk, when it was time to close the city gate, they left, and I don't know which way they went. Go after them quickly, you may catch up with them. But she had taken them up to the roof and hid them under the stalks of flax, where she had laid out on the roof. So the man set out to pursue other the spies on, on the road that leads to the fords of the Jordan. And as soon as the pursuers had gone out, the gate was shut. Before the spies lay down for the night, she went up to the roof and said to them, I know that the Lord has given you this land and that a great fear of you has fallen on us, so that all who live in this country are melted uh, in fear because of you. We have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea. For you, when you came out of Egypt, and what you did to Sh- Sh- Shavon and Og, the two kings of the Mount Man- east of the Jordan, who you completely destroyed. When we heard of it, our hearts melted in fear and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord your God is God in heaven and above and all the earth below. Now then, please swear to me by the Lord that you will show kindness to my family because I have shown kindness to you. Give me a sure sign that you will spare the life of my Father and mother, my brothers and sisters, and all who belong to them, and that you will save us from death. All lives for you for your lives. The man assured her, if you don't tell what we are doing, we will treat you kindly and faithfully when the Lord gives us the land." So she let them down by a rope through the window, for the house she lived was, was part of the city wall. She said to them, go to the hills, so that pursuers would not find you. Hide yourself there three days until they return, and then go on your way. Now that the man has said to her that this, this oath you made us swear would not, not be binding on us, unless when we enter the land, you have tied this scarlet cord in the window, the which you let us down unless you have brought your father, mother, your brothers, and all your family into your house. If any of them go outside your house into the street, their blood will be on their own heads. We would not be responsible as for those who are in the house with you. Their blood will be on our head if, if a hand is laid on them. But if you tell what we are doing, we will be released from the oath you made us swear. Agreed," she replied. "Let it be as you say." So she sent them away, and they departed. And she tied a scarlet cord in the window. Wow. (laughs) Pretty, pretty crazy, huh? Wow. So we have this this story, and the instruction for Rahab is to tie this scarlet cord to the window. So have she, you know, she was just a typical per- per- person, but not someone who was being in her faith. And she was in a terrible pagan culture, a prostitute, living in a land that God uh, could deal. So there wasn't any Christian leadership around her while she was growing up, but she knew about God because of what she had heard from from the many men that she met. So she heard about the power of God and chose in that very moment who she would follow. So those men that was coming to her, telling her all the stuff that was going on, was spreading the news about God and how powerful he is. Church, how important it is to share the gospel with everyone. How important it is to share the gospel where we come in contact with every day. Because with that little word we share can open our minds and our hearts and say, you know what? I need that. I need that change. I need that salvation. How we need to tell others about who he is. You know, so many times, you know, I'm, I'm guilty of this sometimes. When we hear something about somebody else, what's the first thing we do? Girl, did you hear what happened? Yes, girl. She went over there across the street, and Lord, how did they know what to do. Lord, you, we got, we got to do something. First thing we do is get on the phone, right? We tell people, we go, (laughs) girl, did you see what she was (laughs) wearing? quiet. We should not be ashamed of what God done to us. Of how powerful He is. Our God whose is, who is power is greater than anyone. We shouldn't be ashamed to let people know about God and how He changed our life. Because that's the only way people are going to grab hold of who he is. By us letting them know how great our God is. Amen? Amen. The more we do that, the more we share that, that power, share that news, one day that seed is going to fall into someone who needs salvation and is ready for a change. Rahab knew about God because of the seed that was planted. She knew who he was and she wanted more. So who here, who here likes Ikea? Who likes Ikea? Ikea is a furniture store, who likes Ikea? You know, and Ikea, you have to, um, they all got all kinds of stuff in Ikea, and you have to pretty much put the furniture together yourself, okay? And there's instructions inside of the, the box uh, that you have to follow. So the question is, who are here following the instructions? <laughs> Sometimes I follow instructions, but if you don't follow the instructions, what well, that cabinet that's supposed to be standing up is leaning sideways. <laughs> and you wonder, what is missing? The whole entire shelf. <laughs> so. We have to follow instructions, so Rahab was given some instructions to follow, right? And so the instruction was for her to place a scarlet cord outside of her window. That was the first step. That was it. Because there was only one way to show the location of her home. Now, she could usually, when we order a piece or something, we had to turn the lights on. We had to let everybody know where our house was, Right? But in this case, there was only one way to show where Rahab was located. And that was through the Scarlet cord outside of the river. One way to show the location where Rahab was. Rahab was in a pagan culture. And so in that culture, they do what they want to do. They didn't really care about what you think, you know? So, this is a very big step for Rahab. For her to actually follow the instructions. To follow what she must do. And in that, uh, this, commi- this commitment was to her new faith. It requires her to be obedient. That commi- commitment requires her to be obedient. By her following this, these instructions, it showed that she was serious about her faith and about the Lord. It showed that she was serious about knowing who God was. So the scarlet rope, the color of blood, worked for Rahab, just as in, in the, um, earlier in, in Old Testament, the mark of the Passover lamb worked through ex- exodus. And you know, in Acts 4.12, it says that salvation is found in no one else but who? But who? God. God Jesus. By no one else. For there was no other name under heaven given to man by which we must be saved. One way to salvation. One way to know where she was. Huh. Makes you wonder, huh? One way, there's only one way to Jesus. Through salvation, through accepting Him into our hearts. So let's go further in chapter 6 of Joshua, verses 22 to 25. It says Joshua said to two men who have spied out the land, Go into the prostitute's house and bring her out, and all who belong to her in accordance with your oath to, um, to her. So the young man who had done this spying went in and brought out Rahab, her father and mother, her brothers, her sisters, and all who belonged to her. They brought her her entire family, and put them in a place outside the camp of Israel. Then they burned the whole city and everything in it. But they put the silver and gold and the articles of bronze and iron in the treasury of the Lord's house. But Joshua spared Rahab, the prostitute, with the family of all who belonged to her, because she hid the man Joshua had sent spies to Jericho, and she lived among the Israelites to this day. They kept their promise, right? They kept their promise, and just like that, God keeps His promises with us every day. God always keeps His promises. Where He says He never leaves us, nor forsake us, but He's be there right beside us. He gives us the peace that we need through his troubled situations. That God's promises never fails. God's promises is always there, and all we gotta do is trust and believe in Him. Amen. So, a simple scarlet cord, a cord that would no longer be a scarlet of worn and shame, Save Rahab. Save Rahab and her family. the identity and worth were no longer held hostage to her flesh. She found her true worth and purpose through her faith in God. Once we come to Christ in repentance, our past. Our sins, our mistakes, no longer affects our eternity. Why? Because the slate is washed clean. The slate is washed clean for all who accept Jesus Christ and the sacrifice he has made on our behalf. That day, we have a glimpse of who God is, uh, and about God's power. So no matter how big our sin is, it's clean. It's washed away. No matter what we've done in the past, it's clean. It washed away. Rahab's sins has been clean, has been washed away, because she accepted Christ. She accepted who God is and what he can do. Church, this morning, whatever sin you're dealing with right now, I challenge you to say, Lord, I give it this to you. I need your help. Forgive me of my sins, Lord. And guess what happens? It's clean. It washed away. God washes away all of our sins or all of our past and all of our, our, our things that mistakes were made. He, he washes us clean. Why? Because he loves us. Because he cares for us. Because he sacrificed his life on the cross for us. He shed his blood on the cross for me, for you, for everyone who believes in him, who accepts him. Because he Where have's story is a beautiful story of redemption and how God changed her. And how just by her listening to the man come to to her, she knew, wait a minute. This Jesus cared, this God, this God had talked about. I want to know more. Church, we need to shout to the rooftops. Who God is. Yeah. we need to let people know who God is. And sometimes we shy. I know I was shot. I bet I, I y'all probably you're not shot. No, I was. <laughs> when I was a kid, I didn't was, I didn't want to call to anybody. I was like, no, I'm good. You know, I just sit in the corner somewhere. That's changed overnight, by the way. Um, but. We need to ask God, God, show me someone to share my story to. Show me someone to share how good you are. Show me someone that I can testify to. Just by doing that can change somebody's life. So this morning my challenge for you as we um, wrap up this, this sermon series is there someone that God has laid upon your heart that you know needs to, to need your, your story? That someone you know that, hey, you know what? I need to talk to this person. <laughs> this person, they, they, they need needs some guidance, you know? But not only that, maybe you use me to say, Lord, help me to share your story. Daddy. Daddy. Give me your strength, your power, your wisdom Daddy. to share your story. Because family, this world, it's a dark world. But it's only gonna change by us letting people know who God is. It's only gonna change by us not being ashamed to share the story that God's given us. And maybe some of us in here just needed, we commit a relationship with the Lord. So you know why I struggle in so many areas But guess what? He's right there with open arms. See, my child, here I am. Struggle no more because I love you and I'm here for you. That's what what God's telling us this morning. So whatever you may be facing this morning, whatever you may, may be going through, I encourage you to spend time with the Lord. Spend time with Him. And so, Lord, help me to share your story. Help me to be that person, to let people know who you are. Amen. And music going to be playing this morning come and spend time with the Lord at this point. That's perfect. We thank you for this day. We thank you for your words this morning. God, I pray as we leave this place that we would not be ashamed, we would not be ashamed to let people know who you are. Father God, we thank you for loving us. We thank you for your Son Jesus, who washed, who bore all our sins upon that cross. And Lord, we thank you for that this morning. God, we love you, and praise you for who you are. Name our praise.